0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
2: Guys, listen up. This is the S E Insider Hitch. Powered by Miss Kelly Furniture. Mississippi's number one. Number one sleep store. Uh, Good morning, Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Uh, We're streaming live for you on thezone1059.com and uh, also the Out of Bounds radio app. Love for you to hit both. And we'll be live from the Golden Moon Casino Sportsbook tomorrow morning. Uh Blake and I will head there this afternoon. We'll have some dinner at Philip M's. We'll roll out of bed. We're hoping Blake can get there before six forty-five. And uh especially considering we stay right above the sports book. Probably not. And we'll we'll do a show there. It's uh it's a sports book and a sports bar. Great weekend to maybe um you know, play a round of golf, hit the sports book and um you know, hit up and M's, which is super cool craft beer bar and grill, and then uh, maybe a little Philip M's, but we'll be live there tomorrow. We'll have the Hoppy Hopster on. Chris Hopwood, director of the sports book, uh, Golden Moon Casino. Hop Mania will join us late in the show, so we're looking forward to that, and we'll talk uh, sports betting trends and, and all that kind of good stuff for you. Uh, we're live in the Bank Plus studio SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by Muskelly Furniture and uh, the Muskelly Sleep Stores, Uh, seven of them, and the Purple Mattress that I've been sleeping on for over a year, and they have other mattress brands that are amazing, to Check them out today. Uh, Muskelly Furniture by the airport, obviously the sleep store there, and seven other locations. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by the Purple Mattress from Skelly Sleep Store. We were talking about um, our two games this weekend. Uh, this is the first weekend that the two teams are playing Power 5 teams at this on the same weekend. Uh, MSU has a tougher draw, obviously, but it's still a P5 game for the Rebs in Atlanta. And so Mississippi State will be in Baton Rouge for a 5 o'clock kick. On Saturday afternoon, evening, and I know you're looking forward to that, and I am too. And they'll be playing on, uh, taking on them LSU Tigers, uh, which will be an intriguing matchup, to say the least. And uh, we'll see if Mississippi State can match some of that athleticism, and uh, and run, and run with those dudes, um, especially on defense, and then. Lane train plays in Atlanta again. Um, they played there last year. Uh, did. I, I do have that right. Don't I? They played Louisville in Atlanta on Labor Day weekend. Yes. They okay. opened
1: on, it was Monday actually. Mercedes which, when they
2: Benz, uh, stadium. Yes. All right. I haven't been there. Uh, and I've now been to Truist park. I've been to the other two, George, or did they do two of them or one it's 92 anyway. Um, and then the Revs will take on the Yellow Jackets on ABC at 2:30 at Bobby Dodd Stadium. Man. Bobby Dodd Stadium. That's a 3:30 Eastern Time
1: kick. I imagine, like you said, we'll have a pretty good amount of people headed. I would
2: think both directions, Atlanta and Baton Rouge, no doubt. Oh yeah, state fan. As many as possible will try to get yeah, down there. And absolutely, get, and get uh, that. I think that ship has sailed for me. What going to Baton Rouge? Uh, I'll go to Baton Rouge on an off weekend. Um, but I think where I am in life, in life, my age, and the fact that I've been in that stadium plenty of times, yes, yeah, uh, that's the catch. Most people would not
1: fathom going there on an off weekend. Right, <laughs> right. Most it, people
2: couldn't fathom that. Why? Because they don't. They You'd go for the sporting event. Oh, oh, <laughs> I think that where I am, I'm not sure I'm going to make it there again. Um, I've done it starting at, you know, six, seven years old. Yeah. My dad taking it all the way through, but I think I'm good. So I'll meet people on an off weekend or in the spring <laughs> for a big crawfish bowl. Um, I'm going to let uh, uh, Joe and Melissa knock in uh, with independent roofing systems, make that road trip and tell me about it next week. I'm sure they will. And they're all excited about it. I have no doubt. Um, okay, so I, I have to give a shout out real quick to one of our partners, Blake Todd Sandridge. Oh yeah, one of the owners of Superior Foundation. It's his birthday today. Shout out to uh, to Big Dog Todd Sandridge. Happy birthday, and great job, Trey Pace, and Todd Sandridge with Superior Foundation for doing high-quality foundation work, Superior.ms, Superior Foundation. Happy birthday, big dog, and uh, hope you have a good day and a good week. Go Hawks. Yes, sir. What's a better story? What's a better clip? The Sam Pittman talking to his fan base that you have Mm. that we can drop here shortly. Uh, the Arkansas head coach, who is so much fun and media savvy, and 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 just uh, what what a story to to coach for thirty five years and never even be a coordinator. It just goes to show you, man. If you so many times, if you keep on keeping on, I know it's corny and it's what your parents told you, but so many times, if you stay in the ha- in the saddle, mm-hmm. good things will happen. Mm-hmm. Here's a man who was fifty six years old. Had been an absolute and total lifer uh, as a position coach. And uh, things line up and things happen. It's crazy. Well, Lane Kiffin doesn't take the Arkansas job. That's what happened. Keith Carter got in. uh, Lane Train and Arkansas were inside the five. And Keith Carter uh, comes through the back door. I think there's a Howlin' Wolf or Muddy Waters song about it. (laughs) And Keith Carter comes in the back door. And takes Lane Train um, from Arkansas. And all of a sudden, Sam Pittman, who nobody knows, is hired. And it's wildly successful for the Hogs, just like Lane Train's been for the Rebs. And here he is in his, I guess, now late 50s or early 60s, making an enormous amount of money. More money than he ever thought. I mean, he goes home. Uh, at night, and his wife goes. They they sent another direct deposit. I can't believe it. It was uh, uh, two million on the first, and two million on the fifteenth, um, after tax. Yeah. And uh, so, anyway, it, 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 I'm not sure what's better that audio or the fact that Joe Moorhead was in a press conference this week. And for those of you who don't know, and probably most of you don't, and I don't blame you, uh, Joe Moorhead is the head football coach at Akron. I know y'all remember he went to Oregon as the OC after getting fired at Mississippi State. Well, Moorhead's at Akron mm. and um he was having a a press conference and they're playing Tennessee this week and one of the beat writers or journalists or whatever didn't know who had won the Tennessee pit game. Mm. And so as they're asking the as he's asking the question, it's obvious they don't. And Moorhead said, "You do know that Tennessee won, right?" And over, and they, they, he, that person didn't know. We're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah, and Joe was sitting there thinking, "Wow, they literally critiqued every move that I made at Mississippi State, and this dude doesn't know uh, if our opponent won." Our loss this year. This is Joe Moorhead.
3: What are you expecting from Tennessee this week, given the way that they lost? Tennessee, they ended up beating Pitt in overtime. Really? Yeah, they beat Pitt in overtime. <laughs> okay. yeah It ended All up right. going to overtime. And they won. Yeah. Mine's so so
2: they won 34-27 in overtime. That is, <sighs> it's better than Awesome. And I don't know; it's not as good as my kangaroo dish at Canoe. That's brutal. Or you know the calamari at Bravo, or ribeye at Kessler Prime. But that is really, really well done. That's tough. What are they? The zips or the zags or something? Yeah, I think something? the zips, okay. Akron. Yeah, yeah. That uh, yikes. Um, that is that is nothing short of amazing, and uh, that's what you get when you're the head football coach for for Akron. <laughs> And they're probably uh, one million point underdog to the Tennessee Volunteers, and they get to play in Neeland Stadium in Rocky Top this weekend, yeah, baby. Which, that, Knoxville's a beautiful town, by the way.
1: That game may be so bad, there may not be a line on it. Um,
2: it, it. When I think of Joe Moorhead
1: at Akron, and I hear that clip, you know what it makes me think of? What? Waterboy. <laughs> you know when he shows up to uh, the the Southeast Mud Dogs uh, stadium or the coach's office for the first time. And like, there's that disgusting like sewage cup of water or bottle of water in the corner. And like the doors hanging off the hinges and the, the the cheerleaders are all passed out drunk in the stands. And there's the football players don't have all their gear and stuff. Like, I feel like that's what Joe Moore had walked into at Akron. (laughs) He just walked in and like the place was on its last breath. Amazing. Yeah, that's that's what you go from. You go from the SEC to Oregon to Akron.
2: Oh Yikes. man! And I could see that. Nah, maybe not at or some other Pac-12 schools like Cal Berkeley, right? Uh, they're not interested in football. Um, Colorado, yeah, not really. Yeah, but I still feel like even the like you feel like
1: it. The Oregon broad, State, the the people who cover them still I see understand.
2: Like a, a, a beat writer at Washington State <laughs> tripping up. When asking Mike Leach when during his tenure about whether their next opponent won or lost,
1: I don't know, man. This, that's a pretty big mistake. That's that's. Oh, it took. It would have taken ten seconds to Google it. It would have. It would have been. But so that guy easy. may not have Google. Well, uh, yeah, I, that's not an excuse. This is twenty twenty two. That's terrible. That's uh, no, I. Uh, that's the difference in the SEC in Akron for sure. He'll be back in the SEC though. Look, he's already lost at Nealon once. This will be second. A second cut. Oh, home you were for, there for Joe Moorhead. Yeah, you were I was. there when they decided yeah. not to score points Nobody, that Saturday. No, it was it was abysmal offense and. Uh, Jeremy Pruitt
2: and Joe Moorhead didn't believe in scoring that day.
1: Tennessee's offense was also terrible that day. Yeah, I mean both offenses were really really bad. So it was it was really ugly. It took me back to my three two days of Sly oh, Crew yeah. in Auburn. Yeah, which I also was at that game.
2: Were you uh, really? Of course, I was up, there too. Upper
1: deck, baby. Oh, the, the, nice. The nosebleeds. Nice. I was with some friends. At least I was in the club level, probably yeah. with a beer or something. No, man. We were having a good time. Uh, no, that was that was good. I think the Sam Pittman stuff is funny because okay, it we'll also... Drive,
2: I know you're chomping at the bit. It got,
1: well, we have this conversation all the time. Audio is the highlight of uh, radio. I'm with you, bro. Secondly, it's good because it feeds into two stories. One, he's responding to Twitter trolls, which... We love Twitter, and we love what it does for sports. but yes. But boy, is it an interestingly toxic place. And secondly, it speaks to another idea, which is can you have fun with sports? And I think that's a bigger question that sometimes we struggle with as sports fans is we we forget to remember that this is supposed to be fun, and you're supposed to have fun when you win and not exist solely to you know, get to the end of the season.
2: Sure, sure. All right, so Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Uh, brought to you by the Purple Mattress at Muskelly Sleep Stores in any of their seven locations. Try it out, lay down on it, see if you like it. Uh, Wendy and I love our Purple Mattress from Miskelly Sleep Store. Also, we're live in the Bank Plus studio. We're giving away three pairs of tickets right now before we drop this Sam Pittman audio. We are giving away three pairs of M Braves, Mississippi Braves tickets. This is their last homestand. The weather is great. Perfect time uh, to go to the Farm Bureau Grill or sit any, uh, all the, y- y'all know this. Every seat in the stadium's awesome. Chair back, all that kind of good stuff. Um, you're covered now with the temps dropping and the fact that you're in the shade because of the way the stadium is aged beautifully and it's a wonderful stadium. Tremendous asset for us to have here in the metro area. Celebrate it. Embrace it. Go out there. Have a cold Dr. Pepper or a cold beer. And smash some nachos or a hot dog. Grab a buddy or a crew. M Braves are in town now through Sunday. We're giving away three pairs of tickets. Just shoot us a text. That's it. Just say you want them. And your first three, you'll get a pair. Um, And that AG UP equipment text line is 601 Eight eight five three seven seven six. Was Mississippi AG is now AG up equipment. Six zero one eight eight five three seven seven six. We'll give away three more pair in the second hour and the third hour. Blake, don't let me forget. All right. I can handle it. Uh David Morris, former Ole Miss QB, um, Ole Miss Alum, QB country, uh private, QB one coaching. He's coached. All kinds of NFL players, college players. Uh, He's coached Will Rogers for years. David Morris will join us at 8.30 on the Yingling Oktoberfest guest line. Looking forward to that. Haven't had David on in a while. He's a good dude. Um, David was kind enough to drive up several years ago on a Boys and Girls Club event that we did. We didn't pay him. Offered, no. Boom. Comes up. Guess who was there that day? Well, David was there. Guess who else was there? Some guy named Gardner Minshew when we did that show. And after the after we had David Morris on the show played, he backed up Eli Manning at Ole Miss, very successful QB coach. After we had David on the show, he worked out Gardner Minshew. And I stayed and watched that. That was cool. I didn't know that Gardner was going to end up in the NFL, which was, I knew he was a hell of a quarterback. I didn't know he was going to end up with the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Philadelphia Eagles. But that was pretty neat. So David Morris will join us at 830 on the Yingling Oktoberfest guest line. Here we go. Hey, did you know that every team in the Southeastern Conference has been ranked in the top 10 in football in one poll or another uh, in the last 10 years except the Vanderbilt Commodores? And I didn't know that either until I listened to a podcast yesterday. Did you also know that Kentucky has been ranked in the top 10 before? um, And they were ranked in the top 10 in 2007, but they lost. Uh, to South Carolina. The last time that Kentucky won a game when they were ranked in the top 10 was 1977. Whoa! I did not know that either, okay? Hello. Mississippi State and Ole Miss have both won games, multiple games, ranked in the top 10, which is pretty damn cool because once you get there, it's usually at a time where you start drawing um, SEC opponents, right? And we know the shark-infested tiny swimming pool that our two teams swim in. It's why that's two of the toughest programs in all of college football. I mean, the toughness component can't be questioned, period, end of discussion. Well, Blake wants to go to Arkansas, who's ranked in the top ten, and Sam Pittman's um, enjoying all kinds of accolades, too. And they're hosting Bobby Petrino in Missouri State this weekend. And some of his Get Off My Lawn fans – uh, had a problem with Sam Pittman promoting the fact that they're in the top 10. This is Sam Pittman.
0: Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Jumba Casino
3: Um everybody always looks at the negative all the time, you know, and I tweeted out that we were number ten and then I got some responses. Well it doesn't matter. Well I ain't tweeting it out to you guys or a fifty year old man. I'm trying to use his recruiting, you know, so I really don't care what the guy says. You know what I mean? Love it. I'm trying to recruit. Not him or them. I recruit. And uh so we're proud of it. Sure, we're proud of it. And that doesn't mean that that's where we want to stay. Or It's hard to be in the top ten. We've done it two years in a row. The kids have done it, and the coaches, the assistant coaches have done it. Yeah, I'm proud of it. Sure am. Whenever it came out, I was smiling ear to ear. Now, What that means right now, it means that we're number ten today, and I tweeted it out. I'm, I'm proud of it.
2: And he should be. Winning's hard. High school, college, NFL. Winning's hard. A- extremely difficult. Any sport. Softball, tennis, football, basketball. You should be proud of it. Our our two teams are 2-0, and o, and they should be excited. And uh, we'll see if they can go 3-0 and o, uh, this weekend. And I want Southern Miss to get on the, uh, the board. I need them to uh, desperately get a W. Actually, they need to rip off. Uh, if you look at their schedule, they need to rip off four in a row. Blake? Yeah, I think it's a great
1: kind of testament to why we get so bogged down in what's next and what's next. And, and we don't always, enjoy it. We always got to worry about, well, sure, we won Saturday, but we might lose next Saturday. And it's like, well, yeah, but you didn't win this or you didn't lose this Saturday. Right. So like, enjoy it. I think it's Sam Pittman embodies like that childhood fandom that we all kind of I think it sometimes we, we miss like. The ability to not, like, when you don't know what you don't know, and it's easy to just, you, you love it. You love your team. Every week, every Saturday, anyone under 15 thinks their team has a chance to win every single time they walk out the door yeah. on Saturday. And I think sometimes it's easy to forget that, like, that's the joy of sports. Exactly. And Sam Pittman embodies
2: that to a T. And I'm like, I've. He's got a wonderful spirit and approach to what he does. And again, he was a he was a journeyman. Yeah, assistant coach. I didn't for thirty five years.
1: I didn't think he had any chance to succeed, but he's doing it in two ways that are very interesting. One, he's having fun with it. You see him the whole turn the ju- jukebox on when they win, uh, the go hogs, yes sir, when he gets a recruit. You know, embodying the fact that like he's he's allowed to have fun and be happy that they're number ten. That's awesome because a lot of coaches don't do that, right? But then secondly. I love that he knows what he doesn't know. Right. And so he got this job unlike
2: Jimbo Fisher. He
1: got this job and the first thing he did was go I need to hire a great offensive mind and a great defensive mind right. and and I'll I'll recruit them and I'll get them fired up and I'll keep them in line when they start to stray and I'll let my coaches coach. And he he says it all the time that it, you know well you know uh Bryles came up with this, right? Or or um um, I'm forgetting. Odom came up with that, right? Like whatever, whatever it is, he lets his coaches coach, and he knows what his role is. Sure. And that's you. We're starting to see what we saw at Orgeron at the national title level. Dabo. We've seen Dabo do it. Sabin. Saban still coached defense though a lot. It felt like, like Pittman. I know he does but, a little. But Kirby O-line, but Smart
2: was the play caller. You're correct. For about years. That. Yeah. And so Saban allowed, delegated, yeah. and allowed Kirby. I agree with you. He was in the room yeah. and and blah blah. But he allowed Kirby. I mean, that was obvious on all those TV games mm-hmm. that Kirby Smart was calling the Alabama. Was defense. Call, calling the
1: defense absolutely.
2: But you don't. You just don't see coaches at the at well, like the it, CEO. It model. wasn't the World War II coming out of World War no. II model mm-hmm. was to micromanage your businesses, your business, your people, right in banking yeah. and CP, whatever. Uh, you know, just uh, and uh, and your
1: head coach had to be on one side of the ball or the other as a specialist. Yes, like that was the key. Yeah. You were supposed to hire the either the defensive specialist or the offensive specialist, and like that was they knew that side of the ball and but and they would hire someone else.
2: Coming out of nineteen forty five is the way we set up our k P twelve system, yeah. our higher ed system, our 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 business system, and you what you're alluding to is sports. Yeah. And which was to micromanage and really for the most part not allow your assistant coaches to do much of anything. Yeah. I'm the head coach, I'm gonna run everything. And, uh, I think what you see,
1: at J- what Jimbo's doing at A&M, and I know Leach and Kiffin run their offenses, and there's a lot. The majority of co- college coaches still are one-side specialists. Sure. There's not a ton of the Orgeron, which, and it took him forever to figure out how to do it. Right. You could argue he still didn't really figure out how to do it because he went back right afterwards. Sure, but, but hey, he called but he did it in a bottle. A, he did it for a year, yeah. and that's all that matters. But Sam Pittman's doing it at a slightly lower level at Arkansas, but he's doing it with, I would argue, more success over... A long run. Orzeron caught lightning in a bottle for a year. Sam Pittman's been doing it for three years now. And, I mean, he's continuing to do it. And I think
2: that's going to be... They're doing a heck of a job. Yeah, it's just... It's an interesting story. It's not awesome for State and Ole Miss. No. uh, Because they're so well run. But um, he will eventually lose those coordinators. But if you're an Arkansas Razorback right now, you embrace that. And you love it. Like you were... But what you were saying earlier is, when you win, and I say it all the time, lather up. Yep. Yep. Lather up, shower, and bathe in it, and dance in the shower, and and you know dance outside in your on your patio and enjoy the hell out, out of it. Winning's hard uh, at all at every single level. The Out of Bounds Show is brought to you by. This is so cool. Yingling Oktoberfest is now out, and you can find it at corner market grocery stores in the great state of Mississippi. Corner Market Grocery Store, Bellhaven, right down from Mississippi Sports Medicine. Corner Market in Fondren, right there by the Capri. Uh, And Corner Market Grocery Store on Northside Drive, right by Bravo Italian Restaurant and Bar. That's where you can find Yingling Oktoberfest. Back in a sec.
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office